Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5,000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5,000. Enjoy! Broadcasting to the four corners of the conservative universe, it's the Matlock Show. He loves all things conservative politics, and if there's a microphone nearby, you can bet he'll be the one beating the left over the head with it. And now, a true original, the common sense conservative, here's your host, Matlock. Oh, that's right. Back in the bunker in Fort Worth, Texas. Just walked into my house, actually. I'm like, I better go in and do a podcast. I got a lot of stuff to do this afternoon. And if I want the podcast to drop on time, then I've got to get my happy little rear end in the studio and start talking to you. Welcome in. It is Thursday. Hard to believe. I just got back from... Monroe, Louisiana, where I covered the Trump rally last night for America's Voice News. We're going to talk about that a little bit. We're going to talk about a whistleblower, as I'd like to call it, a leaker. It's not a whistleblower anymore. We're going to talk about Donald Trump Jr., Breitbart, Books, Joy Behar, Adam Schiff for Brains, or as one of the listeners said to me on Twitter today, you should start calling him Dip Shift. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, yeah, right. You know, it, it, it's pretty original. I like that a lot. Welcome into the program, Matlock Show. Um, do me a great big favor. This this part of the show is brought to you by PatriotMobile.com forward slash Matt. If you're looking for great cell phone coverage, service, great customer service, a great product, and you want to vote with your dollars because what Patriot Mobile does is they take a little bit of that money that you spend on your cell phone and cell phone service, and they give it to conservative causes. So do me a great big favor. Head over to patriotmobile.com forward slash Matt. You'll get all kinds of, of, of good things because you know me, but head over to patriotmobile.com forward slash Matt. Do it today. Go vote with your dollar. Make sure that uh, you're getting great cell phone coverage, great cell phone service with a great conservative company, patriotmobile.com forward slash Matt. All right. Um, where shall we start? I mean, where should we uh, – l- l- all right, here's what I'm going to do. Let's start with the rally last night because I'm hearing numbers today that I find extraordinary. So let me explain to you uh, what went on yesterday. So Donald Trump back in Louisiana for the second time, I believe. I believe he was at Lake Charles uh, the first time. Uh, they have a jungle primary in Louisiana. So they had, uh, I think, three or four candidates running for governor. One Democrat and two or three Republicans. Well, Trump was down there in Lake Charles to help that out. Well, we got Eddie Rispone. Okay. So now you've got Mr. Rispone, who is running against this uh, Bell Edwards. And uh, it's going to be an interesting race in Louisiana because there's early voting from now through Saturday. And then next Saturday is the day you go vote. That, that's the really weird thing. I was listening to the radio on the way back from, from Monroe this morning, and I'm listening to this talk show, and uh, they were talking about how go out and early vote. People in Louisiana, they're notorious for early voting. Uh, 40% of the populace early votes. Well, da, 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 da. Don't miss it. Don't go hunting. Don't do this. It was kind of actually pretty, pretty interesting the way they talked about it over there in Louisiana, but uh, you want to go out and vote. Now, voting on a Saturday, a little odd. I'd vote. Normally, voting is on a Tuesday. That's the way I've always seen it, but uh, here we are. Going to vote next Saturday for the governor of the great state of Louisiana, and Donald Trump is coming back to Louisiana next Thursday, right before the Saturday election. So, I'll be covering that 
and that'll be in Shreveport. It's a little closer drive for me, about two and a half hours. So I'll be over there with America's Voice News covering that. But I have to tell you, showed up in Monroe, Louisiana. And if you, if you know anything about Monroe, Louisiana, if you follow the, the gentleman from Duck Dynasty, the Robertsons, they are from Monroe, Louisiana. It's where Duck Dynasty is taped. I've been to, to Duck headquarters, whatever the heck they call it over there. It's fantastic. And of course, uh, Phil and Willie, and I believe uh, Jace was there. And uh, there was one other brother, and I can never remember his name, but there was four of them there, and they came with their wives. And, you know, they, everybody knows them in Monroe, Louisiana. It was kind of a cool deal. I got to meet them and whatnot. But uh, Trump shows up in Monroe, Louisiana. So I'm over there covering it, of course, for the television show and get to the venue at around, I don't know, about 12.30 in the afternoon. You know, we sit up, we do some live coverage from there. We're on America's Voice Live, which drops from 2 to 4 Eastern daily on America's Voice News. But, uh, you know, we do some live stuff throughout the day and then we cover the rally at night. Well, I'm telling you, just a really different vibe than any of the other rallies that I've so far attended. And I don't know if it if, if it's just unique to Louisiana. I've been I've been I've been in New Mexico. I've been in Texas. Um, I, I've I've now been in Louisiana. Um, just a really different vibe. And I'm going to explain it to you this way. I think we're at the point of this sham, this impeachment garbage, where I think people have finally had enough. And I don't think it's just the impeachment. I think that's one leg of the whole thing. It, 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 it's it's one part of it because you've got so many other things that the left is trying to do. I mean, you know, I could sit here and list them off to you, you know, with all this crap that the left is trying to tell you is happening. You know, with the, the economy not being good, with all the stuff that Trump does, with impeachment, with foreign policy. I mean, I don't have a long enough podcast today to cover all that, right? But, uh, you know, I think people, and in my opinion, when I was over in Louisiana yesterday, I got an overall sense or a vibe that people are done. They're, they're done. And I was listening to Rush on the way back from Louisiana today, and it's kind of the same thing. Why do we, here's the question I have to ask you, and you can, you can answer me over at Real Matt Lock on Twitter, Instagram, or Parlor. I'm at the Cartel Matt on Facebook, America's Voice News, obviously, every day, Monday through Friday, 12 to 1 p.m., where all that's found. But why are we, as, I'm going to say this just as an example, why are we as conservatives or Republicans, I'll just say Republicans, why are we as Republicans letting the Democrats set the narrative? You understand what I'm saying? Why is why are we as Republicans, you know, um, defending against the, the the accusations that the left is leveling at the president and at you and I? I mean, in the end, when you look at these Trump rallies, and I'm going to get to this in a minute, you know, Trump is out there, like him, don't like him, tell you some stories here, you know, you, you heard from the podcast yesterday, the gentleman I met in the bar who's a liberal, I mean, we're going to get into that a little bit, but the left is attacking you and I. Not only are they attacking the president of the United States, but the president of the United States represents you and I. In, in a way that a president has never represented you and I before. And I'm telling you, I've covered the president now several times. And every time, that feeling gets a little bit stronger. I'm listening to Trump talk. I'm listening to what he has to say. I'm looking at the work he's putting in. But what I'm really looking at are the results. Because to me, I'm a results-oriented person. You know, you can say things all day long. You know, you can make promises. This is what politicians do. Politicians make promises, right? They make promises like the left. I mean, we could talk about Elizabeth Warren. You know, I'm going to give you Medicare for all. I'm going to pro But then again, you're never going to get that through the Republican Senate. Never. We're not going to lose the Senate this year. I mean, we're not in 2020. We're not going to lose the Senate. So let's just say by the sheer craziness that is politics, that let's say that Elizabeth Warren it, wins the Democrat primary and becomes president. She beats Donald Trump. I, I know it's crazy. I, I know we're, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm 
playing the left here. We're talking about La La Land. But let's let's take a moment. Let's be in La La Land, okay? So Warren wins. She wants this Medicare for all with a price tag of $52 trillion, right? Money just grows on trees in Washington. She's going to go and she's going to soak the evil rich, the evil greedy 1% who aren't paying their fair share of taxes, who are, you know, just ridiculous people, according to the left. They're going to write this up in the House because the House, let's just say the House stays Democrat, okay, the way it is now. They're going to write the bill up in the House and they're going to send it to the Senate and it's going to be done. Done. It's not going anywhere. So you're out there on the campaign trail. You're out there telling everybody that you're going to be able to do this, 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 and this. You're making promises. This is what politicians do. Politicians make promises. They do very little else. Well, along comes Donald J. Trump. Donald Trump goes out there in campaigns and says, you know what? I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to lower your taxes. Did that. I'm going to cut government regulation. Did that. I'm going to work on building the wall. Doing that. I'm going to rid the world of ISIS. Did that. I mean, didn't rid the world, but I mean, we've, we've substantially knocked ISIS down to almost nothing. You know, when you look at all of this stuff and you see what the man has done, now you know why the left is in, in the place they're in. Now we know why Adam Schiff for brains, Nancy Pelosi, you know, uh, Elliot Engel, Jerry Nadler. Now you're seeing why they are pushing this impeachment hoax. Trump is getting results. Now I want you to think about that for just one second, because as I'm driving back from Monroe over here to Dallas, Fort Worth, which is about a four hour drive. I'm listening, you know, I'm listening to the Chad Prather podcast, and then I turn on Rush when he comes on at 11 down here, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, a lot of the same stuff he's thinking, and I don't want to sit here and just reiterate what Rush Limbaugh said. The guy's a smart guy. I mean, if you're not listening to Rush, you should be, but my whole point is, and his whole point is, and after the rally last night where, you know, I'm walking around this rally, and I'm talking to everyday people like you and me, you know, I'm asking them, you know, what's one of the big things? on your mind today that, that, you know, you're concerned about with government and you know, a lot of people economy, you know, economy would be on my mind. You know, I want lower taxes. I want to be able to have a job, my, my 401k, the stock market, by the way, and I'm going to jump around all over the place today because I literally, this is off the cuff, very little show prep. I've picked a couple articles to talk about that we're going to get to here in the next few minutes, but I want to get this podcast in and get it dropped today so that it's at the right time because you guys are used to that. And that's what I try to do. I try to be a very good show host. Now, I'm, and look, I, very, I need, sometimes I can do shows with very little show prep, but the, the, the important things that people were telling me were, you know, Hey, I'm not that worried about impeachment. I'm not that worried. I'm more worried about the economy. I'm, I'm more worried about, you know, what's going on in my world. And I know impeachment's ridiculous. Because I asked everyone, what do you think about impeachment? It's, it's a farce. How do you know? Well, we know. I mean, what has Donald Trump done? And, and that's a great question to ask. What has Donald Trump done? And I want to go back to the question that I asked you, you know, to start this little monologue. Why do we keep, as Republicans, why do we keep defending the narrative the left sends, or they, that they set, right? The left's out there saying Donald Trump colluded with Russia. The left's out there saying that Donald Trump uh, needs impeached because of a phone call with Ukraine. The, the left says this. The left says that. Why do we keep believing what these morons say? Why do we keep going along with it? I mean, why don't we start setting our own agenda? And I think that's what Donald Trump is starting to do. As I was watching that rally last night, Donald Trump gets off the plane and he's reading about this attorney who is tweeting back in 2017 that the coup has started. Yeah. So here you have this whistleblower who's an actual leaker who works in the Obama White House. His name is Eric Ciramella, or Ciramella, or whatever the hell his name is. Well, his attorney takes to Twitter back in 2017 where he predicted a coup against President Trump and promised to get rid of him. 
Back in 2017, January 2017, Trump had been in office for maybe a week or two. The coup was underway from the very beginning. This whole situation that we are currently dealing with today on the political side of stuff on Donald Trump is a complete and utter farce. We should just ignore it. Seriously. We should literally, we should just say, go F yourself. Because, you know, the big deal was there's this guy on Twitter, Palmer Report, liberal wackadoodle, right? Well, Bolton's going to testify. Bolton's the key. Bolton's going to take Trump down. And he's talking about John Bolton, former National Security Advisor John Bolton for President Trump. In this, this Palmer Report, oh, well, this is the end. Oh, this is the end. Oh, we got Trump now. Oh, yeah, this is the key. This is going to happen. This is huge. Trump can't hide it. This thing's going to come out. Guess what? John Bolton didn't testify today. Bolton didn't even testify today. He was the key. You know, it's, we're always at that same point in our politics, day after day, week after week, month after month. This is going to be it. 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 Oh, this is going to be it. Nope. 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 Every time. Every single time. But yet, but yet, we continue as Republicans, to go down the same road and allow the left to continue to establish the narrative that we always have to fight against. This whole thing, I want you to think about this whistleblower deal. I want you to understand what is going on with this whistleblower deal. So, you know, Donald Trump Jr., he's got a new book out, Triggered. Fantastic. Go buy it. I'm sure it's great. I'm going to go buy it. I want to read it. But we got this thing where, where Donald Trump Jr. tweets out a Breitbart article about the name of this whistleblower, Sarah, Sarah Mella, right? Well, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. This whistleblower, they're afforded protections. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. Oh, what are you doing? No. The whistleblower statutes in this country say that your employer, People can't come after you. They can't create a situation where you lose your job. But nowhere in the whistleblower protections does it say your name has to be kept secret. Anonymous. Nowhere. There's, 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 no, there's no protection for anonymity. None. Zero. But yet that's the left. But yet, Project Veritas, stick with me here. Project Veritas comes out and shows you this uh, Rohrbacher chick, this Rohrbacher, you know, this anchor babe over on ABC who is just pissed. Amy Robach, R-O-B-A-C-H, Robach. She's mad because ABC spiked the story she had on, on Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein, spiked it. She's out there on the hot mic saying, yep, we had it all. We had it all. We, 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 we knew what was going on. We had the proof. We had names. Hell, even the royalties up in our stuff. They're mad. Prince Andrew, they're, they're yelling at us. You know, the, 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 the network was trying to play footsie with them because we wanted to see about so-and-so's baby kind of crap, right? I mean, not even news anymore. I mean, this is stuff you see in the Inquirer, right? Just garbage. No one gives a shit about the baby born to Will and Kate or whatever the hell their names are. I don't even know the royalty. I really don't even know their names. Don't care. Princess, Princess Diana's kids. Don't care. I don't care about their kids. I mean, who gives a, who gives a shit? Go, go play your royalty monarchy crap over in England and you do what you do. We beat you in, in, in the freaking Revolutionary War and, and we're just better than you. So I don't care about your baby. But anyway, so ABC News gets outed by this whistleblower, right? So this whistleblower supposedly, supposedly left ABC and went to work for CBS. Well, guess what? Within a week, ABC found out about this video. ABC investigated, found out who the person was, Found out this person now works for CBS News, called CBS News, and says, hey, we got us a leaker here. 
We believe this is the person that leaked this information about Jeffrey Epstein on Amy Robach. And what does CBS do? They fired his ass. But we can't, we don't, we, we don't get to know who the whistleblower leaker is when it comes to an impeachment inquiry. Hell no. But if it's their own stuff, if it's ABC, if it's the freaking news, if it's the media, if it's this crap, it's ridiculous. Listen to this. Heads roll. Over ABC News' Epstein cover-up. A CBS News staffer believed to have leaked unaired footage of ABC News anchor Amy Robach saying the network quashed a bombshell report on Jeffrey Epstein has been fired. You hypocritical son of a bitches. And you know what? Go F yourself. I'm not going to say the F word, but you know what? The left can go F themselves. I'm done playing their stupid games. I'm done listening to their shit. I'm done listening to them telling us what the rules are. I know what the rules are. It's called the Constitution of the United States of America. And if you don't like it, leave the damn country. Seriously. I'm done with the crappy stuff, the games, the left, that we have to sit here and just continue to take it. Stupid. And then what do they do? These knuckleheaded morons, these mainstream media who are just nothing but Democrat operatives, they sit there and they'll ax a whistleblower or they'll dox your ass in a heartbeat and turn around and tell you that you don't need to know the name of the whistleblower who wants to impeach Donald Trump. It's such hypocrisy. I'm done with it. Done with it. I'm done with it. I, I don't believe a damn word any of these idiots say. Now, you sh- uh, you, uh, I can never sell it. I never can say this guy's name. HuffPost, Yashar Ali, Y-A-S-H-A-R. Yashar, Yasser Ali, cited two sources familiar with the situation, said Thursday morning that CBS News fired the staffer. Quote, this comes after ABC informed CBS that they had determined who accessed the footage of Amy Robach Expressing her frustration about the Epstein story. (sighs) The development comes after Project Veritas released an undercover video Tuesday in which Robach, co-anchor of Good Morning America, is seen telling a producer that a witness brought forth damning information regarding Epstein. But the network spiked the report. So here's the story. Here's the story of all of this, by the way. This is what drives me nuts about this story. The person, whoever the whistleblower was for ABC, reports on valid news. This is valid news. You have a major network with information on news to report that withheld it to protect who? Who are they protecting? So you don't get to sit there, ABC, and tell me you're a credible news source when you don't report on credible news. Now, if you listen to the Matlock Show, which I know a lot of you do, I am not a news source. And I tell you so. I'm opinion. I break it down for you. In layman's terms, so you can figure out what the hell is going on in this country with your politics, right? That's what I do. I'm an opinion guy. I don't claim to be news. I don't claim to be hard-hitting news. I claim to be an opinion, a talking head. ABC says they are a news organization. No, you're not. You're not because you've got information that you're sitting on or you're hiding or you're not reporting because you are in the business of reporting your narrative and getting your click throughs and your money and how you get paid. Now, the thing is, here, here's the catch to all of this. Miss Robach, she said the expose specifically. And for those of you in Flint, Indiana, that means precisely, that means without a doubt, that means he's the one. It specifically implicated President Bill Clinton and Britain's Prince Andrew. I want you to think about that. Those are two 
high-powered individuals who have a lot to lose by this information coming into the mainstream. They've got a lot to lose. What do we know? What are we hearing now? I mean, that's another crazy thing. We're now hearing that, you know, we see all these these memes. I mean, I've seen them. You've seen them. The, the Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. I don't care what you think. Somebody had him murdered. Don't know who. I can't point a finger. I mean, there's probably a dozen prominent people who, who wanted him shut up. I'll tell you who they really got to worry about here is the girlfriend. The Maxwell chick, that was the, uh, the uh, what was she, the, uh, the groomer of one Epstein. Where's she at? Because she knows where all the dead bodies are buried, too. That lady's in danger. I mean, if they're going to knock off Jeffrey Epstein, they're coming after you. Now, the crazy thing is what I told you. Is this Rohrbach, she said the, the palace, the monarchy, you know, those knuckleheads over there found out that we had a whole lot of allegations about Prince Andrew. They threatened us a million different ways. Rohrbach said she had it for, for three years. Three years. So what does Rohrbach say? Do I think he was killed? 100%. Yes, I do. The anchor said he made his whole living blackmailing people. Of course he did. I mean, that's what I've said this before. I'll say it again. Jeffrey Epstein was a high, he, he, he was a high paid pimp. He pimped out these underage women for these moneyed men, Bill Clinton, Andrew, Prince Andrew. And that's how he got paid. That little black book got a lot of names in it. Got a lot of names of people that don't want those names out. That's why he got killed. I mean, come on. If you think for a second Epstein Epstein killed himself, you're crazy. I'm sorry. That's not even that's not even conspiracy. It's just stupid if you I mean, come on. But the left, I want to go back to this. Because I'm over at this rally in Monroe, Louisiana. People are fantastic. The environment, I mean, you could almost just feel it. People are just done. They've had enough of this whole garbage bullshit that we're seeing from the left. You know, the media is protecting Clinton and Epstein and Weinstein and Prince Andrew. And, you know, you're seeing all this stuff. They, they're not in it for you. They're not. I mean, that's the thing. I, I was at the rally last night. And I'm telling you, John Kennedy, the uh, senator from Louisiana, funny, funny guy. But there are so few of him in, 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 in Congress. There are so few real conservatives left. And, and it's, it, it, it's, we're allowing ourselves as Republicans for the left to set the conversation. And I think that's where Trump just drives them absolutely out of their minds. I mean, they just can't take it. First of all, let's just look at the facts. Whatever you think about Donald Trump, I don't care. I mean, I'm in a bar in Monroe, Louisiana, and I've got this guy just telling me that Trump's a serial rapist. He's an asshole. He's this, he's that. Maybe Donald Trump is an asshole. Maybe he's the biggest asshole on the planet. I don't know. Sometimes I'm an asshole. Seriously. I wanted to be an asshole to this guy, but I didn't. I actually shut my mouth and listened because it intrigued me on what he was saying. And every word out of his mouth was a parody or, or parodied things coming from CNN or MSLSD. Now, I'm going to tell you. When I do my show, I use Breitbart, I use Fox, I use The Federalist, I use Daily Wire, I use PJ Media, I use, oh, I don't know, probably 30 different sources. I use CNN, Huffington Post, Salon, Vox, MSLSD. I mean, I do that too. It drives me nuts when people don't think for themselves. But that's the only way CNN works. That's the only way MSLSD works. Only way. 
So I'm sitting there in that bar listening to this gentleman tell me what a huge asshole Donald Trump is. But you know what? Like him, don't like him, don't care. I did not. I didn't vote for Donald Trump because I thought he was Pope. I didn't vote for Donald Trump because I thought he was a saint. But I'm telling you, actions, actions speak louder to me. Results speak more to me than anything you could ever say. Any words that would ever come out of your mouth. I'm a man of action. When I tell you I'm going to do something, by God, I do it. Period. And if I can't do it, I will tell you I can't do it. But Trump is a billionaire. One billion through. I don't care how many billion. I don't care if he has 10. He's a freaking billionaire. He doesn't need to be president. Why take on this shitty job? I mean, think about it right now. You think about President Trump's job right now. It's probably the worst job in the damn world. He's got a bunch of knuckleheaded monkeys running around on the left trying to throw shit against the wall to see what sticks. I mean, seriously. If I were Trump, I would say, you know what? I don't need any of this shit. I could easily go to Florida. I could easily retire. I got plenty of money. The kids are set. I mean, Donald Trump Jr. and Eric and Ivanka are taking over the business. I'm good to go. I mean, it doesn't take a damn salary for being president. But he's out there every day, and I'll tell you what amazes me about Donald Trump. He he takes the shit. He takes the bullshit and throws it right back. That's what amazes me about our president. He doesn't have to take any of it. He didn't need this position. But by God, the results that have come from Donald Trump being president are undeniable. They're real. They're there. And I'm going to tell you something that hit me yesterday. And then Rush talked about it today. I mean, I'm telling you, Rush is a smart dude. It it, it amazes me of all of this because why do we keep listening to the left? Seriously. Why do we keep listening to the left? Why? What results have they gotten us? What has the left done since they've had the house for the last three years? We can't even get a trade deal through. We're going to have a government shutdown. I'm, I'm listening to the radio going over to, to Louisiana the other day on Tuesday. We're going to have a damn government shutdown. We can't get it. We can't get a damn budget set. What has the left done since they have had power in the house? Nothing. Impeachment. That's it. Resist four to five. Resist four to five. Peach four to five. Peach four to five. I mean, you got Trump out there. I mean, he's right. San Francisco, shithole. Chicago, shithole. Baltimore, shithole. What are these people doing? What are these elected officials doing? And you know what's happening? You know what's amazing about the whole thing, Donald Trump? Donald Trump's come in. And it's shown you and I that things can actually get done in politics. I mean, you got Biden out there, old sleepy Joe. Been in politics for what, 44 years? Was he done? Can anybody name anything he's gotten done? The left doesn't want things done. The left can't have things getting done. Because when you find out, as the populace, that things can get done, and that Trump can get them accomplished, and guess what? And you found out the left wasn't getting it done? What the hell have you been doing? Why haven't you been getting it done? Why aren't you solving problems? Why aren't you doing your job? See, these are the questions. These are the questions that are now getting asked. The left doesn't want these questions asked. They don't want this because we go right back to this this article, this whistleblower, this attorney. You know, back in 2017, he's tweeting about a coup. <laughs> I mean, we've no, it, it's all a farce. Now, Trump last night landed in Monroe. He was late. He didn't start prep rally or the rap prep rally. It, it seemed like a 
a high school football prep rally. I mean, that's really what it feels like. I mean, that's the attitude and people are camping out and they're playing football and the camaraderie. And I'll tell you, I've never seen so many red, white, and blue anything for apparel as I did in, in Monroe, Louisiana. But Trump gets off the plane. He's 45 minutes late. He gets to the stage and he's got a piece of paper. He says, oh, I just got this handed to me. And it's the tweets of this knucklehead, this Mark Zaid, Z-A-I-D. Another one of these insiders, another one of these puke liberals. But back in 2017, way before the phone call that happened between Trump and Zelensky in Ukraine, he predicted a coup. <laughs> now, a formal statement has come out from this knucklehead, this Zaid, in which he said the social media posts were written with the belief that Trump likely, that Trump would likely be stepping over the line at some point in his presidency. Because now he's a soothsayer. Now he's a he's a psychic, right? Miss Cleo, he can tell you the freaking future. He knows that somewhere down the road, Trump's going to do something that's impeachable, and he just happened to write it in 2017, a week after Trump became president. I want you to listen to this. This guy says, those tweets were reflective and repeated the sentiments of millions of people, Zaid said. I was referring to a completely lawful process of what President Trump would likely face as a result of stepping over the line and that particularly whatever would happen would come about as a result of lawyers. The coup comment referred to those working inside the administration who were already just a week into office, standing up to him to enforce recognized rules of law. What? So one weekend, you've already got the swamp creatures looking for a way to impeach Donald Trump. And now you've got this knucklehead who's an attorney. You know he can talk his way out of stuff. This is what he does for a living. Putting all these tweets out, and then he comes out and he gives you this bullshit answer of, well, I knew in the future Trump was going to make a mistake, and we'd be uh, we'd be looking at a coup. Isn't it weird, too, how the left says it's not a coup, but yet this, this idiot is tweeting about a coup in 2017? It's a setup, folks. It's nothing more than a premeditated setup. Nothing more. And they've had it ready to go because they don't like the fact that Donald Trump is the president of the United States. They hate it. They hate it. All right, here. Let's see. Uh, head over to matlockshow.com. L-O-C-K-E. That's how you spell my last name. Um, click on that Ver Forever link. Ver Forever CBD oil. Cream, got some dog CBD over there. It's a fantastic product. If you want to find out more about CBD, you got to get over to the matlockshow.com. You got to click on that Ver Forever link. It's got the research. It's a great website. The prices are fantastic. And I'm going to tell you, I've been hearing from a lot of you out there because you're buying it. It works. Works. Anxiety, inflammation, muscle aches, headaches. Works. I'm, I'm using the cream. Works fantastic. We're using the CBD oil with our dog for the pet. Works great. He's less. I mean, I, I don't know if he's in pain. I'm not a dog. Can't tell you what my dog thinks. But I can tell you one thing. He's less stressed out. I can tell you that. And I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you that's, that's come from the CBD oil. So if you're even considering CBD oil, considering looking, looking into it, head over to thematlockshow.com. Click on that Ver Forever link because that's my link. That's how I get paid. Now, if, you, you, if you're a first-time customer, you can use Verve 50, V-E-R-V-E. Verve 50 will get you 50% off your order today. And if you order over $100, you're going to get free shipping in the continental United States. Now, if you're a reoccurring customer, if you're a repeat buyer, I've got a good deal for you because I just saw it yesterday. Verve 35, V-R-V-E 35 will get you 35% off anything, I think, now through the end of the year for Christmas and whatnot. So what are you waiting for? Head over to thematlockshow.com. Click on that Verve Forever link. Use Verve 50 or Verve 35. Go get you some CBD oil or cream. I'm telling you, it works. All right, I'm going to shift gears a little bit here because um, Donald Trump Jr. Donald Trump Jr., son of President Trump, he got a book out. He, he, he's got a book out, and, and, and I'm telling you, 
he's got a firsthand ride on this deal, right? I mean, he's sitting in the driver's seat of this deal. He, he's seeing everything that's going on with his dad, with his pops. He was number two, if you'll remember, in this whole bullshit, made up, asinine collusion deal. He was number two. Remember the honeypot lawyer? Vanessa Scalia, or whatever the hell her name was. You know, in the Trump Tower, they were going to talk about the Majinsky Act. And instead, they ended up talking about something else or whatnot or whatever, you know. And they're all going after, you know, Donald Trump Jr. He's got a book out. And he went on to The View. <laughs> I think I am giving The View more pub than they probably get in three months. Be honest with you. I'm putting them in front of more people than they've been, they've been in front of in the last six months. I'll guarantee you that. But Donald Trump Jr. went on The View. And he let him have it. I mean, it is amazing. And look, this is what we need. I'm right back to the whole deal I'm talking about today. Enough. These morons attack us nonstop every day. It's ridiculous. Time to hit back. So Donald Trump Jr. went after the host of The View. And a lot of things said. He talked about Joy Behar's past use of blackface. Whoopi Goldberg's comments diminishing the seriousness of director uh, Roman Polanski's sexual assault of a minor. And when the show went to commercial, Trump Jr. took to Twitter to continue the barrage. Quote, we've all done things we regret, Joy. You have worn blackface, Jr. said at one point during the, the segment. Whoopi, you said that Roman Polanski, it wasn't rape-rape when he raped a child. So Junior goes to Twitter and he says, in the span of 10 seconds, oh, this is Scott Pressler, who I love, by the way. I've met Scott, really good dude. In the span of 10 seconds, at Donald Trump Jr., called out Joy Behar for wearing blackface and Whoopi for saying Roman Polanski wasn't guilty of rape rape. Now, Whoopi, you know, she obviously wasn't going to sit there. She says, now that you've broken this piece of ice, because I guess it is the fight you wanted, are you questioning my character? Whoopi says, because it's always individual, right? Uh, Trump says, no, I'm not questioning your character. I'm talking about you, your questioning of my father's character. And I say we have all done and said things, Junior said. Now, Behar, who is an absolute nutter, idiot, moron, dillweed, she says that, uh, you know, she denied wearing blackface. Now, Juniors will remember tweeted a 2016 uh, clip showing Behar admitting she wore the offending get up along with a picture of her in the costume. Earlier this year, footage of Behar dressed up as a beautiful African woman uh, was resurfaced by the rap amid a series of blackface scandals making national headlines. Now, Junior takes to Twitter and he says, hey, 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 here's the views, Joy Behar. You know, Joy Behar does not have a Twitter handle. I tried to uh, I tried to uh, tag her the other day. I couldn't. So uh, Junior did the same thing. He says, here's at the views, Joy Behar. Admitting on national TV that she, in fact, wore blackface. Why are you denying it now? And he put the clip up. It says right here, the show even ran an image of the photo of Joy Behar in blackface. But yet they'll sit there and the left gets away with this. Joy Behar gets away with this. You can go back and you can show them the proof. You can show them the video. You can show them the picture. And Joy Behar, what are you talking about? What, what, what do you mean? Trump, Don, Donnie Jr. I, I, I didn't wear any blackface. Um, yeah, you did. Here's the proof. And then Donald Trump put the proof on Twitter. Now, Jr. did the exact same thing to Whoopi about her comments about Roman Polanski, who raped an underage girl. It's not rape-rape, though. Now, ABC News did not immediately respond to a series of questions, including whether or not Trump Jr. will be allowed back on The View. That won't happen. See, this is the thing. They don't have you come back when you hit them. When you fight back against the left, when you fight back with facts against the left, they don't let you come back on. You're the bad guy because you stood up for, I mean, here, here's going to be, I'm telling you, here's going to be the story. Well, that misogynistic, that feminist Donald Trump Jr., he went on to the view and he mocked all these women. God, he's terrible. 
And all he did was told the truth. All he did was tell the truth. And now you see crap like this. Well, ABC News didn't immediately let us know if they were going to have uh, Don Trump Jr. be allowed back on The View. Um, morons. At one point, Joe Behar chastised the in-crowd studio, the, the studio, the crowd in the studio, for applauding. She literally chastised her audience for cheering for Trump Jr. <laughs> Parscale got into this, though. Brad Parscale, he's a smart feller. If you ain't following him, he's at Parscale on Twitter. He says, love seeing at Donald Trump Jr. trigger Joy Behar to the point of explosion. Because Behar says, you know, stop cheering. This isn't a MAGA rally. Wrong. Trump supporters are everywhere. Now, early in the heated interview, because this interview was about 12 minutes, 10, 12 minutes, Trump Jr. called out ABC News for its role in tracking down the former employee that we talked about earlier, who allegedly leaked a hot mic video that revealed the network killing that Jeffrey Epstein story. The panel began the segment by criticizing Trump Jr. for releasing what he believed to be the name of the anonymous whistleblower, whose complaint sparked an impeachment inquiry against his father. But Donald Jr. doesn't think all the whistleblowers are being treated equally by the mainstream media, The View, as part of ABC News, and Trump Jr. bashed the network on when she was appearing. ABC is right now chasing down a whistleblower about all of the Epstein stuff because those stories were killed. So if you're going to have the conversation about the outrage about whistleblowers, you work with CBS to out a whistleblower, Jr. said. Jr. was referring to what I just told you about uh, Yasher, Yasher Ali that indicated ABC News believed they know the entity, identity of that former employee and they fired him or her. Says right here, two sources with knowledge of the situation tell me that ABC News executives know who the former employee is, but don't know if that person leaked the footage to Project Veritas. Now, they fired him. Yeah, less than 24 hours after Ali's initial story, a report CBS terminated the employee in question. But here you have, I, I, I want to get, this is a lesson here. This is a lesson here. The left wants to set the narrative. They can't have you on their programs bringing in facts that offset their narratives. Can't have it. Now, Whoopi Goldberg, I mean, I mean, listen, I, this is how much these people, Whoopi Goldberg started that interview by referring to Trump Jr. as the son of the gentleman in the White House, declining to name President Trump. <sighs> Unbelievable. These people are so self-absorbed. They think they run the world. They think they run the media. They think they run the narrative. They believe they are better than you. They believe it. They believe they are better than you. They believe that you do not and should not do anything without their approval. Period. Period. And then when a Trump Jr. or someone goes on to their platforms and actually outmaneuvers them, which isn't that hard, well, we don't know if they're going to allow him back. Of course you're not going to allow him back because he's smarter than you are. And he's right. And it doesn't fit your narrative. So you're going to go cry and Joy Behar and all Bette Midler and um, what's his nuts that just, you know, oh, well, have Trump this and have, oh, it's not Pacino. It's the other one. I always get Pacino and uh, what's his nuts confused. I don't know why. De Niro. There we go. Robert De Niro and Pacino. See, De Niro, Pacino, so that's why you get him. But, you know, you got De Niro out there acting like a big, spoiled, rotten baby. Springsteen, Bruce Springsteen. I mean, they're all, oh, we, we, we're the experts. We know so much more than you. You need to listen to us, and how dare you? How dare you question what we say? You need to, you need to believe it look, line, and sinker. And then it, no, done. I'm done with the way the left does shit. Seriously, I'm done.
I'm done with the way the left handles stuff. You know, here's a classic example. And before, got to get one more in here. Head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com. It's not morning, so I'm not drinking my coffee today. I missed it. I had a crappy cup of gas station coffee on the way home from Louisiana today. And it, it crappy. Tasted like burnt nastiness. I'll tell you what tastes really good. What's really quality, great coffee? Scars and Stripes coffee. You can head over to my website, matlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E. I've got a Scars and Stripes link there. If you want to go there, you can go to scarsandstripescoffee.com. Tell them Matlock sent you. It's great coffee. But the thing about it, it's not just coffee. It, it, it's about the mission. So Scars and Stripes has developed this e-commerce platform that allows veterans, because they're only hiring veterans, to come in and be entrepreneurs. They get to run their own business selling coffee. And it's a, it's a fantastic platform. It is a fantastic platform for these veterans. They get in small groups. They go out and sell the coffee. They become entrepreneurs, and you can help a veteran, you know, complete his or her mission. Head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com. It's fantastic coffee. You should order it now. There's big things coming in the new year, but it gives all of these amazing veterans a mission. Do it now, scarsandstripescoffee.com, S-C-A-R-S, scarsandstripescoffee.com, or you can go to thematlockshow.com and hit the Scars and Stripes link, get you to the same place. All right, final story. Can't believe we only got like eight minutes. Can you believe that? Um, Adam Schiff for brains. Well, we got this impeachment farce going on, and uh, we're finding out that now... In the middle of all of what we're hearing, he wants to make up some new rules because, you know, why not? You know, why, why not make up new rules as we go? So Adam Schifferbrains makes up new rules for impeachment inquiry. He is restricting the Republican witness questions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, once again, why do we keep falling for this dumb stuff? I mean, seriously, why do we keep doing the same thing over and 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 over again and expecting different results. Because now you got, I mean, listen to this, House Intelligence Committee Chair Rep Adam Schifferbrains issued a set of restrictions today limiting Republicans to calling witnesses that can respond to three questions, all of which reflect Democrat views. Now, first of all, can just respond to three questions? I mean, why three? Why not one? Why not four? Why not two? Why not six? Why three? But the questions detailed in the letter Wednesday are, listen to this, one, did the president request that a foreign leader in government initiate investigations to benefit the president's personal political interests in the U.S., including an investigation related to the president's political rival and potential opponent in the 2020 U.S. presidential election? That's question one. Question two. Did the president, directly or through agents, seek to use the power of the office of the president in other instruments of federal government, in other ways to apply pressure on the head of state and government of Ukraine to advance the president's personal political interest, including by leveraging an Oval Office meeting desired by the president of Ukraine or by withholding U.S. military assistance to Ukraine. And number three, did the president and his administration seek to obstruct, suppress, or cover up information to conceal from the Congress and the American people evidence about the president's actions and conduct. Well, if those are the questions, why even have the Republicans there? I mean, you already got the damn questions. Why would anybody go along with this? Why would any Republican go along with this for one? But now Schiff's going to put these questions out there. Well, he's also, <laughs> that doesn't stop there. I mean, oh my God, these people are so damn crazy. I swear to you, it just makes my head hurt. Shift is also requiring Nunez, Devin Nunez, to submit detailed written justification for each witness requested. <laughs> In a letter to Nunez, Shift lists the deadlines as Saturday, November 8th at 11.20 a.m. However, November 8th is a Friday. Because they're morons. 
There's nothing in the House impeachment. <laughs> There's nothing in the House impeachment inquiry passed last week that allows Schiff to limit the scope of questions to witnesses. All it says is that witnesses must provide relevant testimony. The, mi the minority, the Republicans, can propose witnesses through the ranking member and can appeal to the committee as a whole if the chair rejects those. This re resolution, unlike the resolution in the impeachment of Bill Clinton, does not allow the ranking member similar rights to veto witnesses called by the chair. Shift in the shift in the Democrats could just simply vote to exclude Republican witnesses for any reason by setting out narrow criteria for what relevance the witness may bring to the investigation. I mean, this is the world that we now live in. Just change the rules, change the rules, change the rules, change the rules. If you don't like what is happening with your little, your, 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 your little inquiry, just change the rules. Hell, you already got the resolution out there passed that the, the Republicans can't do anything anyway. Why not just keep changing it? I mean, you, you, once again, I'm going to go right back to the argument I made at the beginning of this podcast. Why do we even follow these moronic guidelines? At some point, do you just not just say shove it? At some point, do we not just look at each other and say, you know, this is what amazes me. I'll tell you what amazes me as we're coming to the end of this program today. That there are people in this world that vote for idiots like an Adam Schiff for brains or a Nancy Pelosi. Are, are, are they not paying attention? I mean, seriously, am, am I just crazy? Am I loony? Have, have I lost my marbles? I, I mean, is it over? Am I done? Dementia? Whatever. I mean, am I just out there? Am I crazy to even think this? That when you look at all this stuff, you look at all of the information that is out there, there is no reason for you not to be educated today. No reason. And you and look, I'm not telling you just to read CNN or, or Vox or to read Breitbart or Fox, but you, the information's there. Can, can you not just get somewhat educated? Have somewhat of a clue of what may be going I mean, am I? All right. At Real Matlock on Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor. Cartel Matt on Facebook. Am I crazy? Seriously. Have I, have, have I went off the reservation? Am I out there with Focahontas? Because to me, I'm watching all this. It's the actions. It's not even, it's not even the reporting. It's the actions. It's everything that you see. It's to the view and Donald Trump Jr. I mean, if it were up to the left, Donald Trump Jr. wouldn't be allowed to write a book at all. I mean, you know, and the thing that's crazy about all of it is the left will sit there and tell you that Donald J. Trump is a dictator while at the same time use dictator-like actions to shut you and me down. And then call us the dictators. Call us the bad people. Call us the ones that, you know, we don't have our heads on straight or we don't know what we're talking about or what's going on or what we're doing. But in the end, it's actually them. And then if you're, you know, if you anywhere, shape or form, step out of line, they'll dox you, grill you. They'll make your life a living hell. They'll sue you like a Michael Flynn. They'll go after you. They'll bleed you. They'll use the government and they will tear you. I mean, they will destroy you if you don't follow along. But yet we're the dictators. We're the bad people. We're the ones that need to change our ways. If we just, if we just understood, you know, what the Democrats wanted, if we just understood that they were for the good and for you and me and the little guy and all that stuff, we'd be so much better off, but we just, we're, we're too dumb to understand it. We don't have enough teeth. We live in the backwoods. We're redneck, hillbilly, idiot, moron, knuckleheads who don't have a brain in our head to parse out a thought. And the problem is it's the exact opposite. We are actually free thinkers. We actually go out and do our research. We know what's going on with the left. We understand what they're trying to do. We see it firsthand, and we can understand it, and they hate that because we're not lemmings like their followers. We just don't mindlessly follow along with whoever, not even Donald Trump. We just don't mindlessly follow along with these people, but yet their followers do, and that's what they want from us. And my gosh, if you don't do that, then you're the problem. You see what's going on here? It's just so amazing. I mean, such a how in the hell? How did that? How was that an hour? 
I mean, seriously, how is that an hour? I'm just looking at my clock and I got 20 seconds before I got to push the music. That's crazy. What a great show for doing about five minutes of show prep. How about that? Your broadcast professional today, Matt Lock. Get out there. I'm going to tell you what. Please, please, please share. If you would do me a huge favor, share, share, share. Let's get this out in front of everybody. I need your help. If you just get one person to listen, that doubles my listenership. Go out there, tell somebody about the Matlock show. I could definitely use your help. I'll tell you, here we are. I mean, it's crazy. Music started. I mean, an hour of conservative greatness come and gone. All right, tomorrow, beer for brunch. Me and sexy Jesus are going to sit down. And I think we've got some, uh, we got some Bach, I believe, local brew here. Um, I can't remember the exact name. I probably could if I pulled it up on my phone and looked at the pictures and, and all that stuff. But you don't want to miss beer for brunch. Yeah, Bach Slider. Bach Slider from Martin House. That's what's tomorrow. Hey, tell everybody about beer for brunch, would you? It's going to drop tomorrow, 3 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Eastern. Head over and find me at Real Matlock on Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor. Cartel Matt on Facebook. But for today, the Matlock Show's out. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number. 3030.